Welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney and a huge welcome to episode 5 of our podcast. Still can't quite believe we've done this many episodes, I know. to be honest. I think we're both shook about that. <laughs> um, but thank you again for listening to all of our Disney rambles that we've had so far. And if you're new here, welcome and we hope that you enjoy this episode and maybe so much that you go back and listen to our previous episodes. And now that there's five of them, you've got quite the, <laughs> the list to go through. That's like a whole working day. You could spend a whole working day listening to our podcast. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be great for like background noise because I work with background noise, so that'd be perfect. So yeah, your own voice is a bit different, though, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, I wouldn't do it with myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you may be thinking um, that the title is a little different to what you were expecting. So we've had a little change in plans for this week. So we're bringing you the Marvel episode just at a later date. So we'll be confirming that, but it'll still be coming. So do not worry. We'll still be doing the Marvel episode if you were looking forward to that one. Um, but we're doing a different themed episode this week. So Katie will discuss what the new theme is in a second, but we're both excited for this one. And it actually follows on conveniently very nicely from our last That's episode true, so it's on topic <laughs> yeah everything happens for a reason so oh, i'm really excited now actually so today we're going to be discussing our work experiences and ambitions within the walt disney company so first rosie's going to be interviewing me i feel a bit like a celebrity uh, it's about <laughs> when i worked as a cast member in walt disney world in 2017 um which i know i've mentioned briefly in previous episodes but i this way you've got more chance to go into more detail into it into the disney secrets and um, and then we'll move on to discuss our dream roles at disney um or at least the type of role we'd love to do i know we both have them and <laughs> um, mm-hmm. we have i mean i have one like in the parks and then like a more like dream yeah disney. same actually yeah yeah um and then we'll also discuss any roles that we would just love to experience like even though we'd need to be more experienced in those roles so like something that we could probably never do because i don't know like like, like a costume designer a car yeah we just don't know the experience <laughs> but not that much not that well <laughs> like i patch up my leggings but that's about it um, <laughs> so we're really excited about this one today we think it's going to be like quite personal to us and um, which seems to be the kind of content that you guys like um, and it's the one that we probably prefer as well and mm. um, so that's the structure of today please stand clear of the doors por favor manténganse alejado de las puertas and that brings us to disney fun fact number one um, and they are all obviously disney park themed of course um, so disney's magic kingdom spans 142 acres whilst disneyland in anaheim california covers just 85 acres both sound so small when you um, remember that Disney World as a whole is some 25,600 acres, which is the same as two Manhattan Islands. Do you know, this was the first thing I remember the night that I got to Disney. My flight had been delayed about like five hours. Um, and it was just a bit of a nightmare. Um, and I remember like getting on the magic, the Disney Magical Express and driving like through the like Welcome to Disney World sign. Mm. Um, and I hadn't been since I was three um so i didn't really remember it very well i think i remember like walking under a fountain and my kingdom and that was about Big it. details yeah so i didn't remember the, the size of it like when you drive under that arch it's literally like an like another motorway it's like five different yeah it's so big it is crazy that magic kingdom is like basically the same size as the whole of disneyland in california like that it's is crazy mad like you wouldn't think that i think because i remember reading the fact that like, obviously because Walt had to build, like, had to pick the bit in Anaheim, like, within the city. Because mm. obviously Disneyland, he was Disney World. He was sneaky. He was like buying bits of land for years, like under yeah. different names, so no one clicked to what he was doing. He's very sneaky. Very clever. Very worth it. So big, like 
because obviously you've got all the different parks which are huge in themselves then you have the two water parks and then you have all the car parks in yeah themselves. there's so much stuff there and you have there's like golf courses and then all the resorts and all the shops and all, then all the warehouses and i just think it's literally like i think it's classed as like a different part it's like part of celebrations it's not even orlando technically yeah um, so it is it's like a completely different area so i'll never get over how big it is ever ever no because like people actually refer to it as a city sometimes as well because they're like it literally is because it's honestly like when you go through that arch if you've been like you'll know or you can just see is like overlapping roads and like yeah you can't even see any parks at that point you know like when you go on the motorway and there's like all the different signs mm. on the top that's what it's like but just with like magic kingdom on instead and <laughs> um, that's so, so that, cool that definitely like shook me when i went i didn't realize that it would be that big like i expected to kind of yeah. head up under the, the sign and just drive right into Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I think especially if like if you went to Disneyland Paris as your first Disney park. Yeah. So obviously that's a lot smaller. So like going from that, yeah. And I imagine when I eventually go, I will feel quite overwhelmed with how big it is because it's yeah. just such a different scale. Even like arriving and stuff like that, the fact that you like arrive by monorail to Magic Kingdom or you arrive by boat mm. or you have to like go to the contemporary. Yeah, and then like walk the transports. Like... There's so many different types. That in itself oh, yeah. just shows how big it is because they need lots of different ways to get around. Oh, which is amazing because when you get there, like it is, you are very much immersed in the magic, which is very yeah. cool. it's absolutely huge. Yeah. yeah. And they're still building, which I think, I think that was what was so clever is that Walt bought so much land that he just keeps going and going yeah that he can like they can actually expand they can just keep yeah. going it's yeah oh. It's, oh it's great it's just making me want to be there but it's okay Fine. <laughs> we'll talk about it instead <laughs> yeah so um as you may know if you've listened to any of our previous episodes um katie's worked in Walt disney world for three months in the summer of 2017 i hope that's right yes it is. i'm very impressed well done <laughs> yeah see I, I love how i remember it because i feel like i was there because i was living through your pictures at that the time true. i also talk about it a lot <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> but it's okay yeah. um so yeah so you did that as part of the disney's cultural exchange program yes. um so yeah it's very exciting and as you can imagine that sort of experience comes with many invaluable memories and stories and secrets mm -hmm. so we thought it'd be good to do an interview like segment where i basically act as a host and i interview casey about her experience um, so you guys can find out more about the program and um, but also about what it's like working for disney specifically in what disney mm -hmm. world so the thing is, I obviously knew quite a lot about this, like when you were kind of applying for it, because I yeah. was there with you when, when we were part of You're the Disney Society. <laughs> so I, I heard a lot about it at the time. But what I'm yeah. interested is, in about is like, there's some questions I probably have never asked you before. That's about true. This. So I'm hoping this will reveal new yeah. things to you as well. I think it'll be quite good because I think we can probably do like a little a little snippet now like a brief a brief mm. bit and then if people like it i have so much to talk about it's really sad but like i have so much to talk about so we probably won't even get through everything that i did on no. the application process today so um if you do like it let us know and we can do like another like a full in detail depth yeah we can do like a, few, a full like q a um episode because yeah. so, yes i saw lots of things which is great <laughs> yeah so yeah so i'll i'll get started with question number one then how exciting so i've kind of done it in a chronological way so that it makes sense for you to go through these things yeah in this that would order. be easier yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna be like oh so how's your last day like no we're gonna start from the beginning <laughs> there's a lot of tears how's my last day yeah no, also that might be a bit of a depressing way to start so yeah, we'll begin with I'd the like exciting for the wine before we'd even like <laughs> done the first question i'll probably just be in tears i'd be like oh my trip but anyway <laughs> 
first question. So I think this is interesting for people to find out. So how did you apply for the cultural exchange program with Disney? And what was the process like? So in terms of like, was it a good process? Was it competitive? Was it difficult? That sort of thing. Very, very good question. So um, the kind of two separate parts. So the first one was, I remember going to Disneyland Paris in my first year at uni. So that would have been 2016. Mm. And I remember going back and I remember sitting on the, the pavement in the praise and just thinking like, I want to work in Disney Park. Like I wanted to as a kid, but mm. um, at that point I was 18. Um, and I was thinking like, I can do it now, like it's viable. People here are my age. Yeah. So when we went home, I went onto Disney's career website um and had like a little look to see like how I could get hired and what the jobs would be etc um, mm. and it just propped up that they had like international programs and I was like oh what's this um had a little look and they have a f- have international programs across the world um it, within different lengths um and the one that I found was the cultural exchange program um which is three months for university students um like between their summer term and their like winter term mm. So in like the summer break. So um, when I clicked on that, it actually took me to like a different page because when you apply for this in the UK, you apply through a recruiter instead of directly through Disney. So there's mm. a recruiter called Yummy Jobs um, who like filter the applications, if you like, up until the final step. Um, so I went onto there, found that. They do two. So they do the cultural exchange programme, which is three months mm. um, for university students. And then they do the cultural representative programme, which is a 12-month programme. Um, that's for anybody. So anybody, I think it's over like 18 can apply for that. Yeah. Can do that one. Um, so that one is just for Epcot. That's just for like the area of oh, Epcot. Interesting. Um, for like the English Pavilion. So that's a representative one. That's where they get those people from. <laughs> um, oh. It's just there. Whereas the cultural exchange one, you can kind of be anything. Um, yeah. Apart from a face character. So apart from like friends with like a princess, you could mm. be friends with someone like Pooh or Tigger or Buzz Lightyear, but you couldn't be friends with the princess because that's too long a training program Yeah. Um, for when we were there. But you can do basically anything else within the cultural exchange program. So they're the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that one, I was like, right, we'll give it a go. So the initial application I think was in August, July or August, um, and I applied, um, this was in 2016, because I'd actually just applied for Camp America, like a style thing the year before. Yeah. And that was a nightmare. I think I'd applied with like a different company and they wanted me to renew my passport and then like um, pay the whole trip before I even had an allocated space. And it just ended oh, up being a nightmare. Yeah. So I was planning to go to America this summer before anyway. And I was a bit gutted that ended. So I was like, oh, so this came around. Everything happens for a reason, people, honestly. Because I probably <laughs> couldn't have afforded to have gone and I wouldn't have found out about it had I yeah. come to America before. So I did my application form. The application form was quite simple. Um, general information about you uh, a cv and a cover letter um, as to why you want the role um, and then they ask you this is the hardest part of the application is they ask you specific questions and they have mm. like word limits so it was things like why is cultural exchange important to you um like why would you be good for this job those, those kind of questions were yeah. really hard because you know everyone's yeah. probably going to say the same thing but also um, you kind of want to write quite a lot you want to get yeah. like enough said but like if it's a word limit you're, you're oh, it was tricky it was really tricky so i think there was like two or three of those ones and and then you just had to submit it and just kind of pray. Um, I wasn't kind of hoping for much because you were asking, is it competitive? And yes, it's massively competitive. So yeah. um, I, to the whole of the UK as well, like it's England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales. So yeah, it's like all over. and loads of people want to do it. So, so many. I didn't realise how many people were actually aware of it. I was fuming. <laughs> um, so I then waited, I think, probably about a month. 
mm-hmm. um, heard back early September um and I was told that I'd got to round two and uh, which was the group interview stage and mm-hmm. I was invited down to Essex um for a group interview so um at the point I was pretty much broke so um I think I got like I got the coach down like overnight and they got the tubes like an hour to, to Essex um and went to this tiny little door I was convinced I was in the wrong place this <laughs> tiny little door in this street that had like yummy jobs and all these people were waiting outside I was like okay good I'm in the right place but it was really intimidating because there were so many people yeah that's when you see your competition isn't it yeah so. um and they were running so I think there was 50 people in each session in each group mm. like in each like afternoon session if you like mm. and they were running a morning and afternoon session for two weeks so the volume of people that they were interviewing was insane yeah um, so you're looking at what like about a thousand people like yeah that's just in the like the first interview stage let alone the application stage so I was like haven't reached this point I'm quite happy yeah um, <laughs> So we went in and we kind of had like a presentation from the Yummy Jobs recruiters and um, all about the program. And then you had to put in like a preference for the roles that you would want. So bitch list everything from like lifeguard to cleaner to yeah. like someone who, who like basically cleans the fashion. The, um, wow, it's very specific. Costumes to character attendants to face characters to everything and anything. So they just mm. kind of like ask you to tick which ones you'd be happy doing. And um, just because obviously the more that you tick, the more likely you are to get a position. Yeah. I ticked all of them except for cleaner the, the resorts and the fashion like the um the costuming facility yeah the reason for that wasn't because I was being snobby it was because they were the two non-guest facing roles and I was like I don't want to go and spend my summer in Disney World for three months and literally sit in a warehouse yeah um, or like clean dirty rooms when I like what I wanted to go for was the magic and I was like yeah I like I worked hard hours which I'll probably tell you about in a bit so it wasn't about like a lack of hard work it was just I wanted to kind of help create that magic for guests and I couldn't do that in those roles. So yeah. they suited more people who kind of weren't as confident with other people who kind of mm. weren't as confident with improv or like speaking to people. So um, yes, they're also not very popular, I don't think, like amongst um, international programmes just because because of that reason. Um, yeah. So I put everything down um, and then we had our group interview. So we were split into groups of about six or seven. And I was dreading the group interview because I think they're so awkward and weird because like, yeah. you want to tell yourself say everything about yourself but not come across as like obsessive and it's hard not to come across like arrogant but also you're there to do that so you have to otherwise you won't get the job I had a fantastic recruiter who basically was really good at like asking specific people the questions yeah Um, and we were lucky because my group most recruiters had like two groups within the session mine only had one so my interview ended up being like an hour and a half as opposed to like an hour which was quite nice yeah so you had more time yeah which is nice so they also have you probably seen like the um, Disney like Magic Kingdom wall. You might have seen like in the photographs people share from Yummy Jobs. So I got oh a picture, yeah, or a picture really of cool. that instead. Um, and we all had like our team names or like Disney characters. It was great. And then I went home and was like, that was nice. Probably won't get through to the next one. There's so many people. Um, so that was September. Um, spent the night in London and was like, oh my god, I'm never ever going to get past this point. And then I think when was the next? When did I next hear back? I think it was November. Mm. Um, I think it was the end of September. I think that I kind of had that interview. And then I think November I got contacted again and said that I've made it through to stage three. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so stage three was an individual interview with a Disney recruiter and um, not yummy jobs with Disney so then mm. I had to travel to London again um, and I traveled to set to city center London to Disney headquarters in London which was so cool that's so exciting honestly like I went with um our other friend Danielle at the time she came down with me um and we, was, we were trying to find this building for about half an hour because like it's not on the maps properly like it, it's like it was really hard to find we kept walking past this woman in the shopping centre trying to sell us a Bible and I was like, listen, I think she thought This isn't the vibes. That's not <laughs> the vibes you want when you're trying to get a Disney job. So I went to this, I finally found it and it's like a massive like glass front with like Steamboat Willie in the front. And I was Aww. like, oh my God, this is so magical. I think the poor like security guards thought I was like, I had a problem. <laughs> because I was just walking in like, oh my God, you walk in and there's like a diamond encrusted, or, like a gem encrusted Mickey Mouse in a glass case Yeah. Wow. I, I got given like an ID badge, got escorted upstairs um, to like this. I can only explain it was like a lobby, but it, like Iron Man suit was just there. Um, so cool. Like all around the edge of the um, that kind of like lobby area were like into the wall. Yeah. Like um, original prints and like little like figurines and stuff. Like it was so cool. They had like, that was like, around when Moana came out. So they had like a really big like Moana cinema cut out you get pictures with and stuff. So, oh, so I was cool. so nervous because there was about five or six of us and then the Yummy Job recruiters were there as well. Mm. But they were just kind of there to like settle us or whatever. Um, and they were quite nervous as well. So I was like, oh my God, I'm in Disney headquarters. Um, <laughs> and of course, I was like the last person to be called into the interview room as well. Oh yeah, so that's the worst that's the worst position to be in because you overthink everything you start to forget like what you've Honestly. got in your head and... and then people were coming up being like it was great and I was like oh my god yeah so you don't so, want to know that <laughs> no so then someone came up and was like is anybody putting themselves forward for a character position and I was because I love acting so but mm. no one else said it so it was really awkward I was like me <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, oh, can you come over to this wall and like take off your shoes? And I was like, oh my God, like I'm in Disney headquarters and I'm taking my shoes off. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Like, I dressed really like formally as well. So I like, yeah. So I took off my shoes. I was like, I hope I don't have any holes in my tights. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kind of like had a measurement, a bit like a Mary Poppins style measuring tape to measure yeah. my height. They have like different heights for a different like category of character. Mm. So, you know, I wrote that down and then like um, said, right, give that to the recruiter. It had um, SME on it and I was like, <laughs> that's just not not the I was one like, that's fine to be fair I would have quite liked to have played Smee but at the time I was expecting you know, like Winnie the Pooh yeah like Mouse no Mrs <laughs> so then I got called in and the guy was lovely I can't actually remember his name I think was it Josh it might have been Josh um but he was really really lovely he was like right come in and I I was interviewed in the Marvel room so the whole oh. like room was covered in like um original Marvel comic print and stuff which is really That's cool. really cool. The interview is probably about 15 to 20 minutes and it was such a nice interview where he just asked me basically like about my life and about my experiences and what I oh, enjoyed and nice. he did say that when I gave him the piece of paper he was like unfortunately like they're not my character height wasn't available within the program I think yeah. it was because it was so specific <laughs> and I think if you play like that that height of character then I think it was kind of like it came up more on special occasions as opposed right. to being like a full-time thing yeah like a like, permanent position <laughs> so then I really wanted a character attendant which I'll talk about later in our like dream roles um, yeah so um and I, I'll never forget because he made me feel so comfortable, even though like, and he'd come from the US as well. They'd, they'd flown over from America mm. to interview us. Um, and I was his last one of the whole interview section. And as I kind of stood up to leave, I was like, thank you, thank you. And as I went to leave, he literally went, you have, did you know, like, you have such a lovely personality. 
it was oh, like so you're nice. just so bubbly and friendly and I, at that point I was like hee 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 <laughs> <laughs> that kind of um, gets your hopes up at that point a like, little bit I was like if you didn't give me a jab now it's a bit tight in it yeah that was so, <laughs> but it was really really lovely but that was really difficult leaving there because I was like I, I can't do anything else that was the end um, yeah so and that was it then he then went and had lunch went back to America so I was like oh god and that was just like the waiting process then after that yeah so that was November and I found out December and I was I remember I was on the house on my own and I was in in (laughs) December and I got the email through um I think I I got one through from Yumi Jobs I'm from Disney basically saying Mm. like congratulations and I was like oh my god like I was jumping around the house nobody was in (laughs) I tried calling my my family nobody would pick up and i was like that's oh so God. sad because you just want to celebrate it with people and there's Honestly, no one there i think i and then like my, my dad eventually picked up and then my nan picked up and i was like guess what i was actually jumping up and down like a lunatic um <laughs> at that point they don't tell you like where you're working or what you're doing yeah. they just tell you on the program so that was in december i didn't start until the um June, June. Um, so it's a lot. It's like a year-long process, basically, before you yeah. start. Um, is it competitive? Yes, it's so competitive, and that's with about three hundred people. I think three hundred people get a slot. Mm. Um, but if you think about the fact that like over like a thousand-ish people are kind of interviewed, yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, so yes, it answers the question. I think yeah, it's very, very competitive. Uh, the process is was great. I really enjoyed yeah. it in terms of like the experiences so at the point where I went to Disney headquarters I was quite happy to just get to that point and yeah that's an experience in itself like that's that's nice as it is Mm -hmm. so like even if you didn't get it at least you can be like well I went there like I did that it was a nice experience so yeah and the people were so friendly like when I was leaving I was like do you mind if I take a picture with the Mickey Mouse (laughs) so I got some great pictures I remember leaving thinking I've got a picture with Iron Man I've got a picture and a picture with like a jewel Mickey Mouse it's not your standard job application situation where you walk out you know like you had actual pictures it was a nice experience yeah it wasn't like i went and sat in like a dark room i was like surrounded by marvel (laughs) and like i say the the recruiter was so lovely so it was a really nice day anyway so yeah it was great and it was great to kind of get the job scary but great (laughs) yeah oh well next question then so i don't know if you actually have this but anyway i was gonna say <laughs> what was your job title i know mm-hmm. obviously like you're a cast member but like, i didn't mm-hmm. have a specific title yes. and what did your role entail yes so um, my official job title was merchandise hostess which is mm. disney's way of magify magicifying sales assistant yeah it's nice <laughs> um, though yeah it was really <laughs> nice and um, so i think i found out about a month before i got there two weeks a month before i got there because I got at the end of December and then you, I had to go for like my visa appointments and hmm. pay them money um, around Christmas and January um, and kind of set up like your, all the official stuff. Yeah. Um, you have to wait for your visa to come through and all that kind of stuff. And then it got to May, about May time. Um, and we got a letter through basically saying that I, I'd been allocated to merchandise. Um, mm-hmm. and, in, and then they just put like a really cryptic like code. Obviously for them, it's all like coded location. Yeah. So I, was, like, I have no idea where it was. I think it said like Springs West Side. And I've never been to Disney World since I was three. Yeah. So I didn't remember. I was like, why is Disney Springs? <laughs> so I, like, I was like Googling it and stuff. Um, so they sort of give you a lot of information at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's only when you get there that you kind of like you're then giving you information about like your job or your base your base and stuff like that so my job was merchandise hostess which basically meant that I was like I worked in some of the shops in Disney Springs so I worked yeah. in the Star Wars shop which is called um Galactic 
outpost. I worked in the superhero headquarters, which is Marvel. I worked in Candy Cauldron, and I also worked like on the glow carts outside. Like, oh my yeah. god, they sold the bubbles. I still get PTSD when I see um, bubble ones in Disney. <laughs> I went to the Disney shop the other day. They had them. I freaked out. Um, and I worked like in the. Uh, it was called uh, D Living, but it's different. It's Ever After now. Mm. Um, so I worked in a lot of different places. I also worked in Disney Quest. Well, I was supposed to work in Disney Quest before it closed. Oh, um, yeah. But the great thing about merchandise is that you could switch yeah. locations. You, whereas yeah, you couldn't so many do places. that with something like food and beverage. You couldn't switch. So it wasn't necessarily the one that I wanted. I wanted character attendant. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to be in a park. And I was quite a bit gutted that I found that I was in Springs. Yeah. I'd never seen a Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, I'd so. seen like a few Marvel, um, but that was a bit gutting because I, like, I really wanted to be in a park because I was like, that's where like my expertise was. Yeah. But I ended up meeting the best people there. Everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, that was actually going to be my next question. So I was yeah. going to say, were you happy of where you were positioned in Disney, and was there somewhere else you would have preferred to have been? Positioned? Yeah, I really wanted to work in Magic Kingdom. That was where yeah. I was in a park because there was quite a different atmosphere within a park and within springs because you don't mm. pay to go into springs yeah so anyone can go there without tickets yeah. can't they so which means that from a management point of view it is a lot more money focused mm-hmm. um whereas from a park point of view i mean it's disney so guest satisfaction is always a priority but it was more a priority in the parks people are paid to go yeah. Yeah. um whereas obviously in springs you hadn't so it was very sales focused mm-hmm. um so and you, you tended to just get like a lot of people who just would obviously weren't really feeling the magic themselves either because they hadn't been to the parks. Yeah. Um, and it was just very sales based that we didn't have a lot of like um, magical moments stuff that we could mm. do. Um, yeah, like I, I would have preferred to have been in a park. I'd have preferred to be somewhere that was more princess based. Yeah. That's where my, I mean, my, I'm a classic Disney like person. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I had to get my trainer. Regina who was wonderful but I had to get her to explain the premise of Star Wars to me in my training <laughs> yeah I just hadn't seen a film so people would come in and be like oh have you got this and I was like let me check the iPad yeah it's a bit difficult if you don't know what that <laughs> is or who hard. they are yeah like for context like Rosie knows this but for context like when I went to see the first Star Wars film that I saw was number seven um and when it came when Ray came on the screen I didn't realize the whole time gap thing so in my head I was like oh is that Princess Leia and the guy <laughs> that we went to see it with at the time just gave me like the biggest glare ever and was like, <laughs> so, that was the context that I had for Star Wars at that point so it wasn't the best place to place me no <laughs> um, um but like I said like it worked out okay in the end like the hours were longer in springs as well that was mm. the only problem like because it was it used to open later than the parks so yeah my shifts would normally be to like midnight or one in the morning so mm. yeah whereas when i worked in the park i did work in the parks quite a bit um because you could like pick up shifts um i'd finish at like nine yeah <laughs> um, that's so quite a nice quite time yeah. yeah um so yeah i mean i've i did like i say i loved it and obviously like looking back i wouldn't change it because the people that i met there were amazing yeah. um but at the time, yeah, I really did want to be somewhere that was more magic focused. I think like when you apply for something like this, like obviously you don't want to seem like you don't want to think it's going to be like perfect. But also mm. you kind of have like a idea in your head of what you would like. You like yeah. envision what you'd want. So like, yeah, I can imagine that it was quite disappointing when you're placed in like a like unknown like with star wars it's not your disney thing so like if you're just placing the shop with that it's like oh this isn't this isn't like especially because things like star wars and marvel people are so passionate about yeah exactly so if you don't know it's like a real faux pas like people will rip your head off and be like (laughs) 
we had we had these like flags that it's like um bunting that like went across the shop that mm. had some kind i still don't know some kind of star wars symbol on it and people come in and were like oh are these symbols of the blah 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 and i was like mm-hmm of course they are <laughs> i knew that to ask i was like i don't know um but i but the good thing about being merchandise was first of all i had no shop experience before this and yes. i had like i had fast food experience and um, mm. so i was a bit worried i was going to get put in fast food um but it was really good that they put me in merchandise because i got kind of full shop training without having any experience so i was yeah. able to bring that back to the uk and then get mm. shop experience here um i also got to, i guess i got to work in different places so two of my flatmates esme and um Amy both worked in fast food, quick service fast food, and they were not fans of it um, because the that was a job that was obviously really repetitive and really difficult. Yeah. Um, wasn't really like magic. <laughs> they didn't get to mm. interact with guests that much, apart from when guests were stressed about the chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> no, so I, I was really glad actually, kind of looking back on the role that I was given. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would have preferred like attractions or character attendant, but actually working in merchandise was so flexible. Um, yeah. The hours were really good in terms of like actually having hours were great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it gave me a chance to actually speak to guests, which was I think yeah. was probably the best part. And I could move around as well. So Yeah, and it was a new experience for you, like you said. As Definitely, well. so yeah. Gain new skills and stuff from it, which is good. Um, so then the other question, kind of, you kind of answers it a little bit, <laughs> is was the experience what you expected it to be, slash wanted it to be, or were there like any surprises that you were kind of <laughs> shocked by? It was definitely kind of what I wanted to be and more. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I'll be honest, it was hard. Like I was working like full time, I was basically working full time hours. Yeah. Um, and I also was planning to go traveling afterwards as well. So mm-hmm. I was trying to save up for... Um, my traveling afterwards so I was kind of taking on extra shifts and stuff as well um but the whole in terms of experience of being in Disney yeah that was exactly what I wanted it to be um the access to the parts like the discounts I got were amazing Um, yeah so all those different things like were were great um it it was hard work I mean the heat as well was something not that I hadn't expected I knew it would be hot but for example like my um my outfit my costumes oh my god like they were like dad jeans and like like long sleeve stripy shirts and yeah so in the I heat that cooler costume on both ends i wanted like a more magic costume and one that was shorts yeah like <laughs> when i did the, the glow cast of outside of an evening um like the shorts weren't particularly flattering to be honest but i, I don't care like i need at to least wish. i'm cool <laughs> i um, might not look cool but i feel honestly, cool <laughs> So yeah, I think it was, it definitely was, like I say, I mean, the, the hours, the long hours, and because we mainly worked evenings, so yeah. um, I was an international cultural exchange programme, but you may have heard of the, the college programme in America, where mm-hmm. obviously um, college students from America can, can go to Disney for like their credits, it's like a semester or whatever alongside their class, and we were like classes the same with them, so we were just called like CPs, which is like college programme. Yeah. Um, we would also be called ICP sometimes, but we were mainly just CPs. Um, and all of the CPs would basically like do the, the graveyard shift. And it was quite frustrating because you'd have lots of like part-time and full-time staff who um, maybe went as like, they didn't follow the rules as much as they should have done, kind of went mm. as maybe like full of magic and stuff as maybe like, you know, the, the yeah. CPs were, because we were really keen to obviously show that off. And, and It's less of a novelty to them, I guess, as well. Like even true. though, like it, you should be, passionate I feel like and you should like keep the enthusiasm yeah. so it's kind of sad that they're not 
it was just but, difficult i think because there were some like there were some full-time members that i worked with who were fantastic yeah um but there were also a lot who just kind of didn't really like there were quite specific rules for example about like you were given like different tasks especially in the shops yeah where, like every time somebody had a break everyone would rotate around their position and um, oh, so you okay. kind of get bumped mm. around position so like, you'd be on tail and then you'd come back and you'd swap out for somebody else and they'd be like oh actually you're on greeter mm. um and you'd come back and like lots of the full-time staff would just kind of stand at the tail even though that wasn't their job and that made mm. life really hard for us because like that was our position so you don't want to cause conflict but yeah it kind of messes it doing. up for yeah. you yeah like you don't know so, what you're supposed to be doing but quite often they used to have the like morning till mid afternoon or evening shift, and then we used to pick up between three and six um, and take over the evening shift. So yeah. that bit sucked a little bit because it was quite often where my friends would kind of be out in the evenings and I couldn't mm. go. Um, yeah. But other than that, no, like it was great. I mean, I probably had that between one and two days off a week, and I'd have three. Um, mm. And then obviously, like in and around my shifts, I could do days in the park, I could do like an hour in the park or like whatever. So um, yeah yeah it was amazing it was yeah lots of benefits as well definitely nice. I mean the discounts I think I got like 15% discount on merchandise um I got and then across restaurants we got different ones depending on the time so there was yeah. some that I got like 40% off at some of the character restaurants for like breakfast or whatever which is so um, good because they're so it was expensive amazing. yeah it was great like putting like my blue Disney ID like in the yeah it's like a like gold card gold. kind of situation honestly it's like Willy Wonka's like gold yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so what was your favourite non-Disney thing to do when you were in Florida? Ooh, that's a great question. I actually went to a baseball game um, oh, because yeah. Disney housing. So like when you go to an ICP, you basically like, live in Disney like owned housing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite expensive for what it is, but it's good because like all the buses go to and from work and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're all included it's convenient. In price, so. Yeah. I'm good enough to pay for travel and stuff in terms of going to work, which was good. Mm. Um but they used to run like uh, recreational, like cultural events. And um, so myself and my roommate Jenna found on the website they were doing a baseball game. And we were like, oh my God, let's go. And um, so it was amazing because although it was with Disney, it was like obviously outside of. Yeah, it's not a Disney themed thing. No. And I think I paid $80 to go, but that was including the coach, which was like two and a half hours. Um, oh, wow. Yeah like two and a half an hour and a half something like that um into tampa bay and i went and saw the tampa bay race and did not have a clue what was going on um (laughs) because american baseball was it was just insane like yeah a the size of the the arena or the whatever Mm -hmm. you call it was insane and we got because we were with disney we had a box and so we went we had like wristbands so we went like up to our box and our box had like a buffet and like like drinks and it was amazing so like, like 80 dollars included my food and drink for the night and my seat and my coach yeah um which was just amazing um, yeah, and really they have like their games are like three hours long but then like underneath the baseball like the, the, the seating area is like shopping areas and play areas and no one sits still like wow when you look down because the game doesn't stop but like when you look down because we were on the on the box of like up high yeah you look down and people are constantly moving out of their seats like with food and games and drinks and it's I weird, in the uk like we don't that's not like our culture like in no. the uk you might pop out to the toilet or to get yeah. another drink but you let you, it back you don't yeah you kind of like you feel a bit like weird about like interrupting but like yeah that's so different that sounds it more was, like honestly, chill and I remember because me and my friend Jenna got lost <laughs> because it was that big. It was yeah. like a circle. So we were like, right, let's go and have a look at like some of the shops before um, like, the last round or whatever the last yeah. thing. We, it was a circle. We absolutely got lost. We kept walking past our staircase. <laughs> um, and 
um, I've, I've bought, you've probably seen actually, it's like a Tampa Bay like jersey because it was on offer oh, for like yeah. $10. Um, yeah. It's too big for me. And I bought a hat that was too big for me, but hey ho, you know, when in America. Souvenirs. Yeah. Um, and we walked past all these people who were leaving and they were leaving before the game had finished. I was like, I don't Weird. They must have, maybe so they were pass holders or like maybe that's a normal thing. No, I don't know. there were loads of people that were leaving. Oh, weird. Um, I think it was because I don't know if the game was like, so I didn't really know what was going on, to be honest. Um, so, and then they have like cowbells that like they just like mm. kept ringing all the way through the game and sounds chaotic it. It, to be honest it was it was quite chaotic i mean it's enjoyable um yeah and it was, i think i enjoyed it because it was just so different um, yeah uh, it's like a novelty experience that we don't it was have very here. american yeah um, which was great um so yeah that, and that was really fun and on the way back the coach i think they put that like looney tunes basketball game on so it was a great oh moment. that's really cute <laughs> and me and jenna got some great photographs they've actually got like a mickey mouse baseball like mickey mouse in underneath in tampa oh, bay in the tampa cool. bay ray Trop- yeah i think it's like tropicana bay stadium um, yeah so we got great pictures as well which is really cool so oh, definitely that one that sounds really cool i definitely would like to go to like a sports game in america just because they sound so different the yeah. atmosphere is insane to be fair yeah yeah, yeah. It takes a while to get used to though they go all out as well they like, literally yeah. go out on everything like food snacks merch so like well, it sounds very interesting they have like a me. play area there was like i think like kids could like queue up to go into this play area like the simulation i was like you've paid less money to go and watch yeah no and you're doing this <laughs> that's hilarious um so my next question is as disney is so big is there anything mm-hmm. that you wanted to do but you didn't get around to doing when you were there oh my god yes there's so many things <laughs> um I didn't manage to go and have, I didn't go to the boardwalk, um, yeah. which I'm still not really sure what that is, because um, I never went. Um, it's like a part of the, there's like some hotels there, so I think it's like Yeah, the a few hotels there. Yacht, the yacht Yeah, place. it's the yachtsman, because there's a steakhouse, the yachtsman place Yeah, as well. um, so there's like, I think it's like the Dolphin Hotel or something, yeah. like the Swan Dolphin Hotel, I think I'm around there, mm-hmm. um, but they have the Trattoria Kitchen, mm-hmm. Um oh, that do the tangled breakfast where you can meet flame yeah i've seen vlogs of this that sounds and amazing and eric and i just never went like one of the things i kept kind of planning but because of all of our schedule that was actually one thing i didn't anticipate um all of your friends are working as well so trying to match up with everybody's schedules is to really do hard. stuff together yeah um, especially when you're, you're friends with people who work in the same place as you because yeah you're on they're probably on um so i had quite a few like solo days there's quite a lot where i would kind of like to have booked to go with somebody but people just went free so yeah i really wanted to have like the the sun pancakes so mm-hmm. really sad i didn't get to do that and kind of meet flynn <sighs> but never mind uh next time yeah um, what else didn't i do there was, i mean there was quite a few things to be honest because it is just so big it's just um, so I mean, big it's impossible to do everything i definitely didn't visit all of the i didn't go to um the hoop to do review which is obviously meant to be oh great. that um, sounds good yeah yeah i was meant to go with my flatmates but I wasn't well at one point because to be fair I did get sick a lot in Florida I think it was mm. through the heat and the food like I'm not really sure probably got, a combination of all of it I was sick quite a bit in terms of like stomach aches yeah. um I also probably like TMI for some people but I also got really bad period pains over there which didn't really help um no. because they're even like I said they're painkillers I remember going to get like ibuprofen from like the shop on the corner and like it was like Advil and it was like six dollars a tablet and I was like <laughs> no it's <laughs> ridiculous Whereas when i went to walmart i got like 100 paracetamol for like three dollars it was very odd yeah um, so i wasn't well that one time and then another time i, I was i was watching my pennies because i was planning to go travel yeah and um, yeah. i didn't get to do the water rapids in um 
Animal Kingdom, which I really want to do. Mm. I didn't get to go through Rafiki's Planet Watch Animal Kingdom. I didn't get to do the, they have like animal trails with like gorillas. Yeah, and that looks really cool. Yeah. Um, because you, you say you'll do it and then the day just kind of runs away with you. And it also depends on the people that you're with and what they want to do as yeah. well. Yeah, so, yeah. So what you're saying is there's loads of stuff for us to do when we eventually well, go together. Yes. Exactly. I mean, I think <laughs> I probably did all of the rides. Um, yeah. I think I probably did all of the, all of the rides. Like, I think I did the Dumbo ride, I'm not only bothered because I did the one in Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, once you've done it, I feel like it's the yeah. same. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there was definitely things I did miss. Lots of restaurants I didn't get to eat at mm-hmm. as well. But that's um, good in a way, though, because it just it means is. that you've not exhausted everything. And it's it's like, obviously, it'll still be exciting if you've done everything. But it's even more exciting knowing you've got loads of new stuff to do when you go back. Well, yeah, even things like I didn't get to meet Pocahontas because you can meet Pocahontas in um, Animal Kingdom. Um, yeah. But she's like quite hidden out of the way. So there's just quite mm. a few things where, and even like special things, like they have photo pass day while I was there, which is amazing. Yeah. But like you can meet the villains, but the queue for them, I also wasn't well that day either. I, had to go, I actually had to go home and call out of work that day. I was really sick. Um, mm. But, which is quite scary because they made calling out sick out of work really serious. Mm. Um, but you had, I then queued for like three hours to meet the evil queen. Um, where I was like, Cruella de Vil and Melissa were also there but you couldn't have done all three there was just no way yeah um, yeah. yeah there was definitely still things I, I didn't do but you're right it's things that you can then go and you can do like next time and it proves just how big it is I was there for three months yeah um, and still didn't do everything exactly like there's a reason people go back it's not just to do the same things again so true. like it's partially that but it's because they've actually missed so much and they've still got so much yeah. to look forward to That's so, so yeah, and then I guess maybe final question. I'm not even sure how long we've been going with this, to be honest. <laughs> so I feel like it's been a while, I'm not sure. So potentially last question. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a piece of Disney merch that you regretted leaving behind? Oh, that's a great question. Because I feel like there must have been, right? I mean, I had to be careful because I obviously had to bring my suitcase back. The and era- you were saving for travelling, so... Yeah, I'm trying to show you on video because everyone's listening actually. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for a teddy that you can't even see. And um, the only thing that I really like remember bringing back was my Winnie the Pooh plush. Yeah. Um, I bought that on the second to last day. Me and my friend Kat um, had, we kind of, she's a massive Donald Duck fan and we kind of spotted and they had like a two for 15, um, like a, a two for 30 deal on or something like that. And because yeah. we had discount, um, I think it was two for 40 or something like that. And um, because we had discount, I managed to get it for get my, my poo bear for like fifteen dollars, yeah. um, which was amazing. Um, so that's the only one that I like. I was really careful with my purchasing. Um, yeah, because I was saving as well, and we got paid weekly, which was great. But it meant it was a lot easier to kind of spend everything. Yeah. Um, what did I? I mean, there's definitely mugs. There's so many. I wanted to bring mm-hmm. you a mug back actually because I had a Baymax mug that would have been perfect for uh, you. Um, I remember telling you, but I just couldn't. I was like, I can't take mugs back. No. There's no way in no. my suitcase. Because I was going traveling afterwards. I was doing like a, um, a guided trek and then doing New York and then flying. So I was like, they yeah. are not going to last. No. Um, so probably they had a gorgeous tangled mug, actually, that was like the handle was the tower. Oh, um, yeah. I've seen pictures of this. Yeah. Which yeah, is, so gorgeous. you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, and ironically as well, like a Marvel um, lounge fly bag. Um, oh, interesting. I never, yeah, like I wasn't really a Marvel person at the time, um, but it was just so, it was just gorgeous. Um, but because I wasn't as much as like a Marvel fan, it wasn't, I couldn't. Yeah, you probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know what? There weren't that many merch things that, because I, I was excited to bring them back for other people. Yeah. Um, I got my sister like the Frozen Fever and an Elsa doll. I was so excited about that. Oh, I got my brother so nice. from a Universal, like the Triwizard Cup. As, like, yeah. So it was more about like other people. Like I said, I was frustrated that I couldn't bring like your cup back. Um, but 
there wasn't a lot because I was quite careful. I preferred spending my money on experiences. Yeah, like going out for food, like and then character meals yeah. and sort of Like I'd like buy that. like little bits, obviously, and like, oh, I actually bought my um my cat and balanyard. I'm happy that I bought one of those. That's mm. one that I'm I'm gutted I didn't buy. When you were in you go to Disney University, which I'll talk about in I feel like we're gonna have to do another one of these because so Yeah, I think so. Um <laughs> when you go to Disney University, which is like the first like training that you do, there's like a shop in there for cast members. Which is where I got my cast and balanio, which I'll talk about next time. But yeah. they have in there like photo frames for your badge. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things I was like, yeah, like I'll get it, I'll get it. I've never did. And I'm really good that I didn't get that because I don't think you, you can't get them anywhere else. I think you can get yeah. them in the maybe, but um, I'm a bit good I didn't get that because that was like a one of a kind thing. Like couldn't really get anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe one day we'll find one online. That's probably the big thing that I do regret not getting was that. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a photo frame and then like frames the badge like around oh, it. Oh, that's cute. That sounds really okay. nice. I went to Disney, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you got some good benefits out there. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we probably will need to do another episode on this because I've still got like literally so many questions right next to me, but I'm also like. <laughs> I'm also like I don't know how long we've been going on for um so (laughs) don't want to go on for like five hours um by accident so yeah I think it's been really fun though like finding out things because there's definitely some things you said there that I didn't know in as much Mm. detail as you said them so I think yeah we'll definitely do like a a full episode at some point it's crazy because I haven't really touched on even us on work in there like guest stories and like because I got to work in Magic Kingdom as well and like what that was like because like, working in Magic Kingdom is a completely different experience to working in any other park as yeah. well like actually working past Peter Pan so yeah we'll definitely have to do maybe we do like a more like Disney like secret one we can maybe get people to submit their questions yeah actually. maybe Q&A's like from other people on Instagram would be good because then we'll be answering exactly what people want to hear as well so yeah think of this as like an intro to that yeah. episode maybe <laughs> <laughs> like a snippet of what's to come yeah <laughs> But yeah, so... Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Moving on then to fun fact number two. It's quite a long one, but it is a good one. <laughs> so, Florida's weather is pretty unpredictable with the torrential rains and hurricanes that hit the state. Winds alone can get upwards of 125 miles per hour, so having a strong infrastructure is a must. That's why the gorgeous stone appearance of Cinderella Castle isn't exactly what it seems. The castle is actually made up of concrete, cement, plaster, steel and fiberglass to withstand dangerous weather wow it's such a special castle did you also know extra fun fact for you <laughs> it's actually not as tall as you think it is um so you know like the steeples at the top like mm. the little towers they are they are pushed further back and are kind of like made of a certain material to make it look taller but so it's actually, like an illusion it's like, a clever yeah. illusion yeah they basically like i think are they pushed back or like the way they're kind of like made is made to look higher than they actually are um something to do as well with like the fact that they can't be too high because of aviation rules as well so yeah i love that fact i love that castle to be fair they're very clever with the castles as well so yeah yeah. and it's just been redecorated hasn't it as well i'm so excited to see it again it looks completely different because i used to associate it with blue and now it's pink so it's weird yeah it's kind of more pink now as well because the disneyland paris one is very pink and i like that about it yeah it's always been quite pink but when you see the others that are really pink now it's, it's quite weird seeing them yeah, it is bizarre color. right so we shall move on to our next segment um i have to cut these down a little bit now um <laughs> our dream disney jobs so we've made our love clay for disney 
over the last five episodes. Yes. Um, so probably it's no surprise that it's a company we both want to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, like, build careers in. Um, it's my ultimate goal. I know it's Rose's ultimate goal as well. Yeah. Um, and that it's funny, actually, because work at Disney, actually, I initially wanted to be, like, an actress and kind of, like, work within theatre. I was like, I don't care like about the money. It's fine. And then I went and worked for Disney, and I was like, I want to work for Disney. And that kind of changed my whole career outlook. Mm-hmm. That was when I came back from Disney and started looking at actual real-life jobs that weren't yeah. acting, um, which was really weird. It just shifted my whole career perspective, um, which is really cool. So yeah. we'll now discuss the types of jobs within the Disney company that we would be interested in. Um, so I'm quite interested. In, I think I know, Rosie, but like, what kind of areas would you be interested in working in within Disney? So, yeah, so for this section, we're talking about like ones that we want to achieve as well, because yeah. there's lo- there's obviously loads that we want to do. But as we were saying, mm. well, in the introduction, we don't have the experience or yeah. like, talent, quite frankly, for some of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got like a few, but like, I think I want to go into a management role within Disney, like mm-hmm. some sort of like project management role. Yeah. But specifically, like I've realized I think I'd want it to be in merchandising because mm. I love merchandise like you not just disney merchandise i just i love it so like when i'm on instagram i'm scrolling i love it yeah. when i see people post content about merchandise and i just think like i'd love to have some sort of like input um with the merchandise that disney bring out obviously like maybe not the designer because again talent is needed <laughs> <laughs> but like to be able to manage the team and help mm-hmm. lead them and you know them show the ideas and we come to a I think you'd decision. be great at that. Yeah, that. That would be like your absolute niche. Oh, thanks. Great. I'm glad you confirmed that it could be possible. <laughs> I think but, it could be though. Yeah, I think it's just something that I, I can just imagine like kind of helping these people like design like Disney plushies. Mm-hmm. And it'd just be great because I'd be doing like leading a team, which is ultimately like my passion because I love leading groups of people. Um, and I love like managing projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it'd be a project that I'm interested in. So it's Disney yeah. related, but it's also like one of my other interests, which is things like merchandise and yeah specifically plushies obviously that'd be a tiny niche within anything else (laughs) but like I just know that I'd wake up every day and just be so happy and excited to go to work and see what people have come up with and then when it gets released on like the on the websites and stuff or like in the stores I would be like beside myself of excitement that I was like somehow involved in that process well I think that's what I felt when I was there was like because you're doing things that you care about. Like I remember working in um, the living for a little bit and we changed it into a temporary t-shirt shop. Mm. And I spent 12 hours on my own in there folding t-shirts. It was the best shit ever because I had no guests and I had <laughs> aircon. It was great. Um, and I was folding all these t-shirts and I was like, I'm having that one. I'm having that one. And I, I like, <laughs> yeah, I like budgeted for when I was going to buy these t-shirts because mm. I then basically spent most of my wage back on Disney. Um, yeah. And I think that's the thing is when you're passionate about what you do and you would buy the stuff that you're making. Exactly yeah makes it so much better so yeah I think that would be great I think that'd be really good for you thanks yeah so well Disney where are you at <laughs> <laughs> if you're so listening yeah please bring some Disney podcast at gmail.com <laughs> yeah we're, we're available for all opportunities <laughs> so that's like one of the the main things mm-hmm. I think it's the one that I'd be the most passionate about mm-hmm. um but also I love writing so I did my degree in English language and linguistics so I I love language and I love analyzing language but I also love using language to write things like I've got a blog we both got blogs so we're both kind of interested in that anyway so I'd love to do something a bit like you know oh my Disney like that sort of page so like maybe like social media posts or like blogs for Disney or just like 
maybe even like editorials for Disney, you know, like articles mm. and stuff. Like I definitely love to do that because that combines like a few passions in one that's thing. Great, actually, so yeah. that's like another, that. another like creative, that's more creative, I guess, because I'd have more creative input in that. Yeah. That would be like my work. Um, so I guess that's like a different one where if I didn't go into management, I'd love to do that. That'd so cool. yeah, they're like my two like ones I feel like could be achievable, like with my experience yeah. and my talents. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think they're the ones I'd want. And I think the crazy thing with Disney though, is like when you look up and you go on the careers website, there's just so many jobs. Oh like literally God, if you've got like a passion for like some sort of job, Disney have probably got that job yeah. like available. So if you love Disney, you could just pair them together. And then you've got your dream, like your dream company, so your dream job together. So yeah, so that's mine. Um, so I feel like I kind of know where you're going to go with yours as well, <laughs> but <laughs> what, what's your like dream Disney job? So I, I've planned out my roadmap to, for this. <laughs> so, um, I, as I've, I've probably mentioned before, I, I did my master's in marketing. Um, so mm-hmm. after I came back from Disney, I decided, right, like, what do I want to do? So I started looking at jobs and realized I was really into obviously working with people and, yeah. and creative ideas and stuff like that. And obviously and leading and management as well. So, um, I kind of arrived at marketing, um, and that's what I would love to do. I'd love to do marketing and communications within yeah. Disney, kind of than anything. I mean, obviously within the as you're saying about jobs there's so many marketing jobs there's like the streaming yeah. platforms there's Disney TV there's Disney Channel there's the movies there's the merchandise Um, I think I prefer to work within either like the films department or mm-hmm. I'd love to I mean I'm planning on I'm planning it already moving back to Florida um, yeah. and being like head of marketing or head of communications or whatever for um Disney Parks would yeah, be amazing. That would be That's amazing. like my dream role. Yeah. Um I'd also absolutely love to be Disney CEO. That's well yeah. <laughs> We've talked about feel, this before. We have because I, I, I don't know if any of you even like read Bob Iger's um like mm. autobiography. I know Rosie and I have I lent it to Rosie I said Rosie you have to read this book. Yeah um, so good. And he kind of like came all the way up from like a like an internship like style position at AVC right the way up and I just think that's a role that I can actually see myself in, yeah. like, in obviously way, way in the future. Um, but it's a job that I think I would just love because I think yeah. you get to oversee all the different parts of it. Like, what a legacy. And there needs to be a woman. They've been all men. Well, so, yeah, that is the other thing we need. One of more. us needs to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> we won't be annoyed at who gets there. No. Be proud. Oh <laughs> Well, because whoever, whoever is the CEO can then kind of like, cause, because that's what I kind of realised when I was reading the book by yeah. Bob, is he was saying that like the head of communications was like his second in command, if you yeah, like. Yeah, well. so whatever. It's kind of a win, as long as so, you get Yeah. So I would just love to do that. Like when you watch the adverts on television or you just see like the Disney marketing ads or the trailers yeah. or whatever, like yeah. that's what I want to do. Um, When they have their... their and like park trailers and like you know like bring the magic to you and I just yeah I can see you doing that as well because having seen what you've done with like even with like the Disney Society obviously Mm. that was before you were doing a marketing masters but like even then you could tell that obviously you were passionate for like social media and like kind of promoting stuff so like it definitely would suit you yeah I think it's just something that I would I think I would like you say I'd really enjoy again and I think you're sharing it with people who love it as well and I like I love Disney's tone on social media as well Um, and to be honest like I'd be happy with any of it like with Disney Mm -hmm. ABC like um Marvel Marvel's like Instagram is insane yeah yeah that's what I would love to do I think that's the thing like there's so many options Um, yeah 
that you can't really lose like as, as soon as you're in as well you could probably like maybe change like where well you that's go. what you see quite a bit like within the especially within like the higher up management roles they mm -hmm. do move around quite a bit and I think that's what I think with something like Disney once you're in yeah it's kind of like a lot easier to kind of like find your feet find your space move around and I really yeah. want to work for something international as well that's something I really want to do mm -hmm. and travel and I think that company would give me the chance to do that as well yeah and I think it just shows that you can progress within the company and that they're not like you're not stuck in the same thing yeah like it'd be, it's nice to have goals like within a company that you're really passionate about as well yeah and I had so many people say to me after I worked there like didn't take the magic away and I was like no it actually made the magic so much stronger yeah for me like because... you were even more desperate yeah because you kind of like you get to show that you get to be part of the magic you get to kind of see it in action every day yeah. you get to like make that you get to see what what goes into making it um and you get to experience it and so i experienced it for like three months long like mm -hmm. i i had like a disney graduation in like in my, my, yeah. my flat complex like it was great so yeah yeah well i'm convinced we'll get there someday we'll get there i, I mean I our paths we will our paths have been delayed like my five-year plan has been delayed by covid not gonna lie um, <laughs> yeah well that yeah. is the one downside is that disney want a lot of experience yeah so they do have if you're in university still take a year out even if you which is what, this is honestly what i wish i had done because mm. you can do um they have their internships but they're only for people who are returning to university the year after mm. um so i wish i'd known that because honestly i would have taken a year out yeah <laughs> um, that would have been really cool so been helpful if you don't have that basically they want between three to five years experience for anything uh, March yeah. is, sometimes it's like i've seen one for 12 years experience yeah so it's I th i'm i've applied for the latest to be honest i've applied for so many Disney jobs and not even gotten to the second and i've already worked mm -hmm. for them before um, very competitive and haven't even got past like the application stage um it's so competitive so I think it's a company that you kind of have to like just keep trying yeah you know? keep trying and i think it's also like worth the wait so like yeah it's kind of like yeah okay you might be rejected like along the lines or you might not hear back from them but as you get more and more experience you might find the next time you reply yeah that's, that you've hit the point where they're like actually this person's yeah. now got the experience we wanted so yeah, yeah it's kind of like you've got to be tiana and just keep going and then she is my spirit animal honestly <laughs> and then your dream like, will come true <laughs> whenever i i'm struggling i watched it the night actually a few nights ago because i had a bit of like a busy week at work and i was like, mm. just watch tiana and you remember that you're fine she just brings you back down to earth you're like okay actually no you yes. have you do have to work for life it's not plain sailing yeah so yeah okay so then the next question is interesting so if you could literally do any job within disney that you would mm. need like more specific training or experience or talents that we don't have <laughs> <laughs> without sounding like we're untalented because we're not um what would it be so that's like your dream dream disney role excluding all like the requirements it's funny because honestly my dream dream disney role is what i've already talked about yeah like, I, I think like yeah it probably but, will be that but i mean being an imagineer yeah mm -hmm. having the ability to kind of create a ride and put it in a park and then have people like have such emotional connection to the ride like yeah it's so appealing hours to do it and to like do it again and again and mm -hmm. to create those experiences that will last years and exactly you're really making a mark with that as well so yeah i think that must be incredible um yeah kind of getting to shape that down from like the drops of the roller coaster to the music yeah. to that i think that must be amazing um mm -hmm. so i'd love 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 to do that um, yeah. but I don't have any engineering experience or design experience or drawing experience. <laughs> so the requirements 
Um, yeah, just... I would. I'd probably score like a one for creativity. That that would be like what. I, <laughs> yeah, out of a hundred for the skills, I'd get my one point for being a creative person, and beyond that, they'd be like, sorry. I feel like we could come up with an idea between us that we think is really good, and then if we like try to show them it, they'd be like, um, no, like no. <laughs> because we draw it as stick people, and they'd be like, hey, can you... yeah, they'd be like, absolutely not. Screw it up, chuck it in the bin, and that's our dreams over. <laughs> oh dear, what about yours? I think so, I know what yours is. <laughs> uh, well, I've got like three actually. So Imagineer was one of mine as well, just because like who doesn't want to do that? Like it's yeah. very appealing and it's cool. Like, imagine saying like, oh yeah, I'm just an Imagineer, you know, like really cool. <laughs> yeah, imagine like someone being like, oh like what's it, like what do you do? Well, <laughs> yeah, the other in space mountain. <laughs> yeah, like it's like oh, like you're automatically like ten times more interesting more than interesting. you were. So I'm all for that. <laughs> um, but also like the second one is I'd love to be an animator because animation. I is knew thing. you were gonna I, say that. Yeah, I love animation. And I appreciate it so much and they're my favorite films and series animated ones so if I if I had the talent to do that I would love it because I'm in awe of that kind of thing so people mm. that do that I'm just like wow I think as an adult you appreciate it so much more like I yeah was watching, definitely I was watching Princess and the Frog tonight like I said mm. and um obviously they went back to hand-drawn animation for that and I was watching yeah. it, I was like how do people do this like I'm so baffled by how someone creates that from a drawing I'm still baffled and then it's a moving picture and it's it's just like it is mind-blowing details in the background like mm-hmm. you think about like the bayou scene from Princess and the Frog yeah all the different like, leaves and the ripples and the and then I watched Pocahontas two mm. nights ago and you know when they have like the wind through her hair oh, and I her love head. that I yeah just think, like, like how has someone done that I know it is amazing and I have like all of the art of the film not all of them <laughs> like my yeah. favorite films are of the uh film books because I just love looking wow. through like the initial sketches and then it's come from that to like the what's in the film it's just amazing yeah. so yeah and then my last one would be to be a like conservationist with Disney so to work with the animals in Animal Kingdom um be so cool. just I love animals as you probably know from like the last few episodes well, <laughs> probably just from Snow White alone True. um so yeah I think they would be like the three that I'd love to do you um, just remind me I forgot one this is my biggest Disney what I would love to do oh this is my dream dream role I would love to be friends with Rapunzel. Now, oh, when you hear friends, so you may be confused. So, um, as we all know, Disney characters are real. Mm-hmm. So nobody plays Rapunzel because Rapunzel's Rapunzel. Yeah. So you can like be friends with Rapunzel. So it means you get to hang out with Rapunzel a lot. That's what I mean when I say that. Um, I see. Interesting. See, see. So like, I would be friends with Pooh. But like, if I was friends with Pooh, like, you might not see me with Pooh a lot because like we hang out and people can't see us, you know. Oh. Um. So I would absolutely, that is my absolute dream, Yeah, is to be friends with Rapunzel. Yeah. Um, when I used to go and visit Rapunzel, I was just like, oh, I want to be your friend. <laughs> um, I remember I, I went through like a swimming phase when I was at uni in my first year, and I was like, just keep swimming so I can have a body so that I can be friends with Rapunzel. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend, actually, um, Laura, um, who is fantastic, I met her in Disney World. Um, yeah. She is actually working in Disneyland Paris at the moment. Um, oh. And she is currently friends with Belle. Um, oh, amazing. And she, from time to time, depending on the time of year, depends when like Ray's around. She's also mm. really good friends with Ray as well. Um, so wow. she has the best pictures. That's um, so cool. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty jealous of her friendships. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, it's definitely still doable. Um, I still have to do it, but I'm definitely not the body type or, like, the 
anything. And apparently I'm only told to play Mr. Smee, so that's great. So <laughs> <laughs> that's quite sad, like Honestly. It's quite brutal as well, like when <laughs> I mean, I think I'd be an excellent friend to Mr. Smee. Yeah. Um, I think you have the, the buoyance and the uh, the bubbliness. <laughs> but it's just not like, you know, the enchanting charm of uh, It's not is what it? you want to be, like, written down as, like... I mean, imagine be. someone asking you what you do for life. I'm like, oh, I'm a friend to Mr. Smee. <laughs> They'd be like, sorry. A bumbling <laughs> fat idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's just not. It's not the same. Like no shade to Mr. Smee because you know great character. Yeah, I think but... it would be fantastic. My, when I told my friend Abby, she literally nearly wet herself. When I, I mean, her. yeah, I'm, I'm struggling so not every to. Every now and again, she just sends me Mr. Smee gifts. <laughs> um, um, what was it? She I was might watching, have to start doing that. She was watching like something like a parade or mm. um, on TV or something. She just sends me screenshots of Mr. Smee now. It's quite it's a personal attack, actually. It's pretty, <laughs> oh right. Um, <laughs> okay, I won't do that then. <laughs> So I completely forgot, yeah, that's my absolute dream, 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 yeah. dream, dream role. Okay. Um, I used to get quite jealous when I saw Rapunzel on the float. I was like, oh, oh. I want to be up there on the parades. <laughs> but it's fine, I'm over it. I got to sell Star Wars toys, it's fine. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, you know, you've still got a long way to go and you don't know, you never know what's going to happen. People were like, can you get me an Ewok? And I was like, no. <laughs> Know what that is. Yeah, to be fair, if you don't know what that is, then that name it was is very like, stressful. <laughs> because honestly, we used to have iPads so we could like check the stuff mm. across Disney properties. So you'd be able to be like, oh, we haven't got it in here, let me check somewhere else. Yeah. So I used to be like, let me just check in the iPad before I go and look in the back. Every single like, How time. Do you that? Um... <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Or they'd be like, oh, like, do you have the like next generation or like the. You know, oh, like the, the, the prequel coloured lightsabers. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, this like, is the thing. Yeah, like, like. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm on my break now. <laughs> Conveniently, I can't help you with this. Yeah, Star Wars fans are just so hardcore as well. They so, are. like, they don't understand if people haven't seen it, it's a complicated universe. So, I, mean, I couldn't for really anyone. say it, could I? I couldn't really go, oh, yeah, sorry, I haven't seen it. Yeah, like, so I, was, <laughs> I work in a Star Wars shop. I think I used to be like, oh, I haven't seen that one in a while. <laughs> Ever. Imagine if it was like the most recent one. <laughs> oh, that's really funny though. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Yeah. Right, anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on from this now. <laughs> um, so that's the end of that segment. So that brings us to Disney fun fact number three. Um, so the Walt Disney Company ranks really highly on Forbes' list of the world's best employers for 2018, placing fourth on the annual list that is based on Forbes' global 2000 ranking. So fourth out of 2000 is pretty impressive. That's insane, yeah. Um, and that kind of includes like 60 countries across the world so that's yeah, insane it's mad um, i looked as well like in 2019 they were 17 which is obviously lower but still like out of that many yeah that's impressive. and i think because obviously they had quite a lot of movement obviously they had the uncertainty around like bob Iger's yeah a lot going on chairmanship and stuff as well so it's probably why it's gone down but i mean still that number like that's it's impressive, very, isn't it? very in the impressive world. yeah see we clearly yeah. have good plans you know so yeah, it's clearly not not a bad place to work. No. <laughs> Some people would disagree with us, and that's what one thing I would say is that people do tend to slag Disney off sometimes. Yeah, I can only go from my experience. Mm-hmm. I was really happy. Yeah, um, the pay for me was 
higher than was two pounds an hour higher than what I was getting paid in the UK. Yeah. Um, I got really good hours. Um, the only thing is, like I said before, about in terms of like sick and sick leave and sick pay, yeah. and stuff like that. Like they are quite strict with that. Like I think you're only like allowed to call out a certain amount of times a month, mm-hmm. which was quite a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's um, quite intense. If you don't feel well, you don't feel well. You know. Yeah, you can't. You can't help that. <laughs> so that was the only part of it that I felt was a bit much. Yeah. Um, and you couldn't carry over to say like I had two days like. I think it was, was it two or three times you could call in but then when it hit the next month you kind of couldn't carry those over um oh. which wasn't great because you could like not be off for like three years and then or whatever I don't know but that was the yeah. down part of it but other than that I mean I know people say there's like stories of, like cast members sleeping in their car and yeah there's like lots that. of like horror stories isn't there but I'll be honest I didn't experience that um, yeah and I was an international person, so I probably would have been taken advantage of more anyway. Um, and also, like, you hear lots of good stories as well. So it's mm. kind of, it kind of balances out. And I think, obviously, like, you can only take from it what you have experienced. Yeah. So, and what your expectations are as well. It's about managing expectations and a lot of well, people might yeah. expect too much. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I say, I mean, the pay, the pay was decent for what it was. Mm. I mean, I, I got paid quite a bit, I felt. Um, I mean, the rent from Disney, I'll be honest, was quite extortionate for what I, I shared a room. There was yeah. six women flat. Um, I think I paid like over $100, $150 a, a week yeah. um, for a shared bedroom. So that's quite a lot flat. for sharing, yeah. Which was a lot, but obviously it also includes like all your travel and stuff like to, to mm-hmm. and from work. Um, but yeah, that was the one thing I would say is that in terms of like as an employer, I was really, really happy. The training we received was like second to none. Um, I had like at least two weeks training before I even like stepped out. Um, yeah. So yes, I would, I would agree with that personally. Yeah. But other people may disagree and that's absolutely fair. But from my experience as an international employee there, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. And I think like such a big company, there's always going to be lots of different opinions anyway yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it depends on the manager. Like even when I was there, because um, they were called leaders there as opposed to managers. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I was there, we had about five or six and there was like my favorite my favorite manager i think he moved to the polynesian um resort in the end he was fantastic mm. um i loved him he was great <laughs> like i used to love when he was on shift um but there was like one or two managers that i was like yeah not quite as magical no. not quite as there not quite as like thoughtful about yeah like, the class members and that was you know just in my area so i can get it you know yeah like, leadership has a huge impact and it's such a big company that if your leader isn't great um you are going to suffer and you are going to yeah, struggle so definitely. i was lucky that i had enough good managers um yeah to balance out the bad ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's well we will discuss more of that in our whenever we do this episode because we're definitely going to do an episode i feel yes so yes i do feel like that fun fact for me is accurate i think it was a great place to work even in terms of benefits it was great yeah yeah so moving on to our segment three so this is we're kind of going to do like a would you rather but like it's based Ooh. on like disney ambitions we've kind of done a couple of these anyway but it'll be mm. interesting to see what we go for when we have to like oh, pick God. one <laughs> so yeah we'll do a would you rather with some different disney job roles um we'll take it in turns to read them out and both answer them so i'll do the first mm. one so would you rather be an imagineer or an animator that's such a hard question i'm gonna go with imagineer that's when my gut goes imagineer i think i would love to be able to draw but i think i can imagine myself being creative enough to at least try to be an imagineer but i can't draw to save my life so yeah okay that's fair uh well i'm gonna go animate <laughs> yes that's good we can both have a job i just okay. think like in another life that's what i was meant to be but yes maybe, maybe you could take a drawing class i don't know maybe um, 
my friend Saeed, actually, if you're listening, Saeed, hey, he actually is kind of training to be a Disney animator. Well, he's training to be an animator and his goal is to be a Disney animator. He's amazing. So yeah. Go um, <laughs> uh, So, Rosie, would you rather work in Disneyland California or Tokyo Disneyland? That's really hard, actually. I regret mm. writing this one down because it's well, hard. Because we cause... haven't been to either, have we? No, but that's why I put it down because I was like, neither of us have been to either of these. I think I just have to go with California just because it's the OG. Like, I know that probably mm. sounds a bit basic because Tokyo is super interesting and different. But I think I just have to go with California. Yeah, I think I'd be the same, actually, even from, like, a language barrier perspective as well. Well, like, yeah, like, that too. From a culture perspective as well, like... Mm-hmm. And also, like you say, it's the original one, like, it's the culture there. And I, I think I've never been, but I think <laughs> yeah. it's a lot more intense there because you, you know that Walt has walked those streets. Yeah, I think I just feel the magic, like, you just feel it more. Yeah. Let's yes. watch us go and it'd be really disappointing. Yeah, well, let's hope not. <laughs> Okay, next one then. Would you rather work with animals in Animal Kingdom or work behind oh. the scenes on the fireworks shows? Oh my god, that's such a hard one because I've actually <laughs> imagined doing both. <laughs> I made these a bit hard. Okay, I'm gonna go work behind. I was originally gonna go with the animals, but I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm gonna go behind the scenes in the fireworks shows because when I was there, I remember sitting there and like watching the light shows and being like, oh my god, how cool would it be to like just practice yeah. this of an evening? Yeah, I know you'd put that together. So uh, yeah, I would go behind the scenes in the fireworks show because the impact that has on people is insane. Yeah, um, I knew you were gonna go I with think, that one. I, I feel think it. I could do that with enough training because I do yeah. have technical training in lighting and projection and sound. So exactly, and it's a show hey. as well. So I felt like that's probably that more. is a me thing. Yes. Although I, I, did, I did want to be a zoologist in a former life before I realised I had to take biology. Former life. <laughs> yeah, I that's the my course. problem. In Glasgow, I picked my course, but I was like, don't want to do biology. This is the only problem with animals is it requires like scientific knowledge. And I, I, just, I just want to care for animals. The animal scientific knowledge, but when you have to know the human stuff as well. I yeah, you learn stuff that you don't actually need for the animals because it's like a course but anyway so i'm gonna guess yours is the animals one <laughs> yeah it definitely is yeah i just I, I another life like i would have worked with animals as well so basically i would have been an animator in one life then i would have been a conservationist in another life Rosie needs to be a cat when <laughs> yeah, i do i need to try all of these things out okay would you be um a non-human character um, so that would be a, a fair character, that's how they would call it. Yes. Or, or a face character, which is a human character in the park. So example, would you be Mickey versus Belle, which would be fair? Um, so I'd rather be a fair-based oh, character wow, because I, I thought we'd be off on this, actually. So mm. I... I don't mind interacting with people, but I think I'd prefer it if I didn't have to maintain like so much mm. of the interaction just because I'm more of an introvert, but I'd like to still be a character. So I think I'd like to be like a huggable That's character. That's funny actually, like, I think you would look like a great, you'd be a great friend with Belle, which is funny. That's uh, how I'd imagine you. So. Oh, thank you. Maybe, maybe I'll try it. <laughs> I think that's funny actually because I um I think I would obviously go for the human character one, yeah. the face character. But yeah, that's also probably because of the heat in those. But I would also love oh yeah, true. The well, the yeah. Board. So I think you've probably yeah. got a lot more freedom in the fairy characters as well because you're not like obviously like your face isn't necessarily visible and you've got like a lot yeah. more like it's more expression and like hug base and stuff. Whereas like I think it can probably be a little bit more awkward if you're people a face can character. find me seeing face characters awkward as well because th- yeah. there's like more I think they think there's more of an expectation to interact because like yeah. they're looking directly at you <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. trying um, to talk to them as well whereas obviously with the fair characters you don't we no. do talk but they don't talk <laughs> they, they just like touch your ears and you're like oh cool thanks <laughs> it's cute um okay would you rather work in a disney merchandise slash consumer based role so basically what i was talking about before mm-hmm. or a production and entertainment role 
Uh, definitely production and entertainment role. I feel like I did Disney merch and consumer within my merchandise job. It was yeah. great. Um, but my interests do lie more within um, production, shows, entertainment. That's yeah. right. So I definitely prefer that. Um, yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. So which one would yours be? Well, who knows? <laughs> if you've been paying attention, yeah, you'll know it's the merchandise one. I want to, I want some you've kind of input on it. picked opposites on every single I know. How amazing, bush. though. It just shows how different we are. But yeah, we align somehow. Yeah, that's true. Um, so would you rather work on Disney props or Disney costumes? Um, hmm, this is actually a really hard one. Uh, I'd probably go props, I think, just because I don't really, I don't have a lot of like textiles knowledge or like... That's really funny, because I'm like costumes. <laughs> yeah, see, it's so funny. We, it's, we, I promise we haven't planned this, by the way. We actually haven't. <laughs> like, this is legit answers. Um, yeah, I thought you'd go for costumes as well. It shows how well we know each other, though, that we're that predicting which ones we'd go for. Yeah, I just think, I just think the costumes are just so beautiful. I think about all the... Yeah, they are. And the, the villain costumes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I've got another answer. For the Dream Disney role, <laughs> Winifred oh. in the Hocus Pocus show. I'm sorry, oh that's appalling. Well, then, I mean, I have to also be Mary, despite the fact I don't like Mary. Um, but I am apparently Mary in our friendship group, so it's fine. <laughs> because you like food. Listen, mine is a, is a bossy witch who's got like, she's the ugliest one of all of them. <laughs> But she's hilarious. Oh, she is, to be fair. yeah. Um, so actually, I forgot about that one because I know it's only very niche, but I've watched that show and that is actually yeah. a dream. Yeah, that that's fair. They're quite different. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. Last one. Yeah. So also, I made this up. <laughs> so, yeah, I can see that. I love this. <laughs> so, would you rather be a Disney chef in a Disney park? Or be a Disney snack imagineer. Okay. So that what I mean by that is the person who comes up with the Disney designs for snacks. Okay. I understand that someone that makes snacks is also a chef or a baker, right? But like the people that I come up. I understand what you mean. It's just quite yeah, a funny it's just not. I tried to look it up earlier, by the way, and I couldn't find a name for it. Well, so it I called it a, a snack. Chef, Rosie, that's why. Yeah, but I can't be like, would you rather be a chef or a chef? Like, so uh, snack imagineer is now a thing, people. <laughs> So, which would yeah, you please rather Please include be? that on your application to Disney. I would introduce <laughs> Disney Snack Imagineers. Oh. Uh, oh. I'm better at cooking than I am at baking, so we'd probably okay. go with Disney Chef. Even though, like, I think I would be great Because I, I did work in the sweet shop, so actually... Yeah. It does fit me, but um, I think in terms of my actual talent, I'd probably be better at that, even though I probably would prefer to, like, just roll things in chocolate. Yeah. It's a bit of both, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I would, yeah, be. I enjoy kind of the general cooking more than just baking because my baking's a bit. Uh, yeah. It's either really good or it's terrible. I'm kind of the same. Like I'm definitely a better cook than I am a baker. Mm. I like to think I can bake and then I do it and things burn and I'm like, oh. So yeah, yeah I'd probably be a better chef, but I think mm. I'd rather be a snack imagineer and not just came up with the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh. the most interesting. I feel. So yeah, I think that was interesting, like how different, we're very different, literally every but I single... I think we are quite different in our approach, like obviously yeah. and I are on our Disney Society committee together and we, mm-hmm. like we work, we have very similar work ethics and very mm-hmm. similar values, but we work quite differently. So like yeah. I'm much more of like a, I mean we're both outgoing, but I think I'm a lot more outgoing people-wise, whereas yeah. Rosie tends to fit more in with like organisation management, like... yeah 
the the the, the strategic level of management i think mm-hmm. whereas i'm probably more the people level i mean we both do both but i think with what we prefer yeah i definitely agree with that yeah because... so i think that that's reflected in those ones because even things like imagineer animator like animate is probably still more like individual than an imagineer yeah. so yeah yeah yeah. It's funny because I hate people. But no, well, so do I, but I, I just show it. <laughs> That's true. I've had to practice a lot harder doing theatre to pretend that I like Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm just a better actor, which means I can work with people more. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, so that was fun. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Our last fun fact of the episode is, um, according to Forbes, as of May 2020, there are approximately... 223,000 people employed by the Walt Disney Company. So that just shows how like competitive it is because they have that many people working for them. There's that many roles. Like that's so many people. That's insane. That's literally nearly a quarter of a million. I hope I'm right in saying that. I, to be honest, I had to like read the numbers a few times that's to make crazy. sure I was saying it right. But yeah, that is a lot of people. So Hopefully I we'll be in those them. numbers soon. Well, yeah, you've you've done it already. <laughs> I was. I'm not there anymore. And that's, but maybe, that's yeah, maybe you'll be like a, a permanent number. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. One day. That's our dream. And then we can go to Disney Parks and not have to pay. <laughs> yeah. That was the best part of the job, not going to lie. I was going to say that's a huge perk. It's literally the best part of the job. I was just like... <laughs> Um, and that's it. That's a wrap on that um, session. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know it was probably a little bit more casual than we've kind of had in the past, um, but I think that's what we do best. Yeah, <laughs> um, we do. Yeah. So hopefully it's, you've enjoyed it. Um, obviously, if you have enjoyed, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Podbean. Obviously, like if, when you click on our link, we've got the link tree in our Instagram now. So you can kind of go onto Podbean um, via that link and you can literally like create an account and subscribe and follow. That'd be great. And um, we're also incredibly excited because this is episode number five and streaming through Podbean. You can't stream on Spotify until you hit five episodes. So we are now officially, I think, I hope I'm saying this, <laughs> sort of, but I'm thinking we should be now streaming on spotify so we're really excited so if yeah. you can leave a review on any of those platforms we'd absolutely love to read them it obviously kind of helps our kind of viewings and ratings a bit as well um, and the more we kind of get the more likely we are to do more as well yes <laughs> um please make sure you obviously leave an instagram handle as well so we can kind of just like thank you and kind of connect on there as well um so yes that's us for this week so keep an eye out on all the different um ones and then if you could also have a little look on spotify um and we should be i'm so excited to be on spotify i know yeah, like it just feels even more official like as we add more platforms <laughs> i can't believe we've hit five five seems so far away a few weeks ago like well, a few months ago well when we like, were planning it five yeah it's, it's i was like we're never gonna get to spotify yeah here we are. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening yes and then coming up next time we're back to our disney classics slot um yeah. and we'll be discussing pinocchio in all its glory um i say that mm, (laughs) we'll be giving it a score out of 10 at the end of the episode um which means i probably won't decide until like five seconds before we get to that part of the episode i think it'll be really interesting because i personally can't remember the last time i watched that film no me either it's quite a niche disney film no one really talks about pinocchio no but we're going to (laughs) <laughs> yeah so it's going to be interesting we're going to both mm. re-watch it because if i don't re-watch it i will have literally we'll nothing, have nothing to say we'll have to do more no. question and answer <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> so yeah, that will definitely be interesting. So feel free to watch it before the episode um, so that you yeah. can see whether you agree slash disagree with our opinions. Uh, maybe you're a really big Pinocchio fan and this is your thing. So yeah, please make sure you join us for this episode if you are. And then yeah, as Katie said, please um, interact with us on Instagram and go and watch our, well not watch, listen to us on YouTube. <laughs> you, you can, can watch, watch our logo if you want. <laughs> it's just our logo for like an yeah, hour. Yeah, it might not be the most entertaining it's thing. a nice logo but it is yeah it's lovely shout um, out to uh, meg design skills for that it's a oh, great logo honestly it's so but is great it, then you can just watch for an hour i don't think so no. you have to listen to us as well sorry yeah. yeah i think you need to engage in a bit more than that <laughs> <laughs> and then finally if you've got any inquiries um as we've mentioned we're going to hopefully do some ad slots uh, with small shops at some point so if you want to um give us a message about that then feel free to message us on our email address which is a sprinkle of disney podcast at gmail.com and we've been a sprinkle of disney have a magical rest of your day <laughs> <laughs>